Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode, another season, Brianne. I know. <laughs> Tell me this. We are back from, you know what? I was going to say a very rested summer. And I don't know, I have to put that in quotes because I think on the one hand, I feel rested. On the other hand, I feel like we did a lot of work this summer. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> so yes. this is this is season five. And we were just chatting before we got on, Brianne. Well, a couple of things. One, we decided not to prep for this one and just jump on and do a quick introduction. So if you had told Brianne three seasons ago that one day on a <laughs> podcast reporting, recording, she would just jump on and not prep, she would have said no way. <laughs> yeah, I would have declined that invitation. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. So um, yeah, so we're going to talk a little bit about uh, what's coming this season, um, share a little bit about what we did this summer and in in sort of typical Brianne and Carrie fashion, also do a little reflection on the whole thing. So yeah, so I, I'm still amazed, Brianne, that we are in season five. I know. like It's very how, cool. Yeah. Like, how do we get get here? Right. So so for folks who don't know us, um, I am Carrie Borkowski and I am a professor and do lots of teaching at Loyola University, Maryland, have been there for a year. I can't. That's the other thing I can't believe, Brianne, that it's been a year since I left Johns Hopkins. Great year. Looking forward to the fall. And I met Brianne um, at Hopkins when she was a student. <laughs> and um, if you haven't had had a chance to hear some of those stories, you should listen back to um, a couple of our episodes where we talk about our friendship, our story, um, Brianne's love and hate of research methods. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. And all of those things. Um, we live in Massachusetts. When I say we, I mean me and my family. That's my wife, Susan, and our three kids who are soon to be off to school next week. And Brianne, you're in Maryland with your family. So why don't you just give the listeners a little backstory? Yeah, sure. So I live in Maryland with my husband and my two daughters who started school today. Yay! I know. Um, <laughs> they're 16 and 14. So freshman and junior in high school. And for the first time, they drove themselves to school, which is like a little bit hard for me. But I told Carrie earlier, I've already gone through the grief process <laughs> and I'm solidly in the acceptance stage. So I, yeah. think, I think I'm doing better now than I was mm -hmm. before. That's fantastic. Um, I know. I know. It's just crazy. Um, yeah. Also, I'm a teacher at Loyola University. Love to teach. And um, Carrie and I do lots of research together. I met. We met at Hopkins, as she mentioned. She was my teacher for research methods. A strong love-hate relationship there. And <laughs> thank God I had Carrie to help me through this. <laughs> but nah, the irony is that we do research together. So I do. never would have thought that that would happen at the time when I was really struggling to sort of plow through those hard concepts. And now we get to enact them, which is fun. Yeah, it it is fantastic. Yeah. And I started the podcast, um, I like, gosh, the what January as the pandemic came um, and like that, that spring. And I remember as much as I was enjoying having Brianne in the program at Hopkins, I was also rooting for her to quickly finish because I wanted to <laughs> ask her to join the podcast. So trying to 
trying to balance being respectful of her time as a doctoral student and wanting her to to do more research with me. Um, so that that was a fun balance in the beginning. So yeah, so here we are at season five. As as I alluded to, um, we just came off of a pretty exciting and busy summer. But I want to hear, Brianne, before we get into the season, like what's the most favorite thing you did this summer? Our summer was nice. So there were some parts of our summer that were um, consistent with what we've always done, which are our trips with family to New York and Connecticut, because that's where my family is and my husband. So those things have kind of always been part of our summers, and those were great weeks. And we also did some new things. So Jason and I went to Iceland, mm. which is maybe Amazing. not where you would typically go in the summer, <laughs> but it was phenomenal. We had the opportunity to go because I had a conference there. And so we spent a couple of days in Reykjavik and did some touring around and mm. the country was incredible. Mm. It was so exciting to just be away and just the um, two of you too. Yeah. Just crazy. the two of us. I know it was so nice. Like all of it, the conference was fantastic and being there was great. So that was just such a nice way to start. That was in June. That was a really nice way to start the summer. Mm. And then our older daughter, Deirdre went to the Netherlands with her field hockey team. So we were like, jet setting yeah summer, big which time not our norm but she had a phenomenal trip her first time out of the country and that was great and then our younger daughter did sleepaway camp for the first time and oh. she had a phenomenal week so oh. lots of like new experiences for the four of us kind of together and apart and you know we just loved hearing about everybody's travels when they were gone. I was like the crazy person stalking the sleepaway camp website, looking for <laughs> any image of her having fun. Um, and there were plenty. So that was good. And then, you know, when Deirdre was in the Netherlands, they were sending pictures constantly. And I just was so excited to see where they were and what they were up to. That's very cool. Yeah, yeah, you you were jet setting and I was living vicariously through you as you were sending all the lovely pictures of you and Jason <laughs> in Iceland. So that was, yeah, that was, that was, that was quite great. beautiful. It's funny that you mentioned um, new experiences because I wonder if um, for us too, it feels like this summer perhaps was a, the theme was new experiences in some ways because um, so our our twins, Henry and Sarah, although Henry claims that they're not a twin, but they really are. Um, they are are eight. And for their eighth birthday, we got them new bikes. And so this summer was really them riding what felt like like real human bikes. And what I mean by that is like not the kid bikes that are like super heavy and hard to get up a hill like these have a few gears. And so it's been really fun. I think also I was lucky I treated myself to a new bike. I love biking. And so I bought a new road bike this summer and Susan bought a new paddleboard, a used but new paddleboard. And so we did a lot of biking and paddling. And I think for Colby, our oldest, who's who's 11 going into middle school, we started the, you can go ride your bike by yourself through town, right? And we gave him like, we let him go like halfway to the beach and then we let him go all the way to the beach. So, um, yeah. So I loved that you brought up this like new, cause we had on a smaller scale in some ways, but we had lots of new things, um, happening as well. And we did, we have some routines that we love. We went to the Cape for a couple of weeks, which is always just, it feels like, um, I don't know. It's just something about the, going to the Cape and the beach and the salt air that was, was absolutely lovely. Um, I think the other new thing to segue into some of the what felt like relaxation and work was that Brianne and I are super excited that the new thing we got to do together and are still doing is we're writing a book. 
And the book is based on all the great stories and conversations that we've had with people on the podcast over the last uh, three or four years. So we are deep, deep, deep into <laughs> coding and revisiting old transcripts, which I have to say has been quite delightful to remember and reminisce on some of the conversations that we've been so lucky and privileged to be a part of. So um, the plan is to finish writing the first draft of the book by January. So we will periodically keep you posted on what we're learning and what we're remembering and send updates uh, regularly. So yeah, that's been, it's been a good summer. It's been, yeah. it's been a really good summer. Yeah. The writing's been fun. It's so neat. And we'll, we'll talk kind of how the, the podcast has evolved over time. And the book just feels like such a natural extension of mm. all of those conversations. Yeah. And I think it's so awesome that we get to write a book that's grounded in the data from these conversations that have been such a joy to have. Mm, yeah. You know, I mean, I think if you think about research, it can feel maybe a little like, oh, like you're walking through the mud, like it's hard yeah. and it's hard, but it's also very exciting. And mm -hmm. it's been, I mean, we've had the most incredible brainstorming Zoom sessions where <laughs> we're like trying to connect some dots and interpret and also stay true to the words that you know, our guests have said and kind of draw some through lines and codes and yeah, develop themes. It's just been like a very eye-opening, um, almost like soul-opening experience. Like it's really been yeah, intense and in a good way and fun. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm glad you used that word soul because I, I come back to one of our early conversations when we were working on looking at literature, right? And we, we sort of joked that we wanted this to be a soulful sort of experience. And so it is, if you had to categorize this book, it is an academic kind of book. And I will also say that it's not going to be a typical academic <clears throat> sort of book in just a reporting of data. I think one thing that Brianna and I have tried to stay true to and have recognized, especially in writing this book, is that we don't just research belonging. We don't just want to hear stories of belonging. We really do try to integrate and authentically live in that space of belonging. And what that means is that we are inviting diverse voices. We are looking at, I mean, the literature we've been reading, like poets, philosophers, anthropologists, biologists, I mean, all kinds of people, um, you know, contributing. And so we hope that when you read this book that you'll you'll feel and see that sense of belonging throughout the the chapters that we include and the way in which we present the work. So, um, like I said, we will definitely share updates as we go along. Um, and we just wanted to, I guess, share that news because we're both really excited that we finally get to bring these stories um, to book form. And if I haven't said it already, I can't believe that we're in season five. Brienne was saying, and I, I agree with her before we got on, that if you had said to me, you know, when I started this in, gosh, it was like, I don't know, the second or third week of January, if you had said, well, what are you going to do for season two, let alone season five? I would have had no clue. Um, this truly has been um, sort of a la our interviews, follow the breadcrumbs, right? We've sort of just, we've honored what, what's come up and cause this really did, you know, if you haven't had a chance to listen 
to some of the early episodes at the end of season four, I did replay um, some of the early episodes, but this really, I, I think on my bucket list was always, you know, doing a podcast of, of some sort. I just, I just liked the idea of being able to talk and process and share things that I was thinking about and hear from others. And my grandmother died um, in November. And then I think I had some time to reflect and I remember thinking, well, what are you waiting for? Like what, you know, like why, what are you waiting for? Like, there's never going to be a perfect time. There's never going to be a perfect moment. And as I've said on the podcast, she was a real, um, I don't know, anchor, maybe grounding point for me as a, as a young person and and, and really as an adult. And so I thought, you know what, I'm going to do this. And maybe it started out as, honoring and memorializing her and my grandfather and my family and stories. And that's really, if you listen to the first couple of episodes, that's really what it was, was stories of belonging and using their sort of lived experiences and trying when I could to connect the research. And then, you know, people like Lisa Mitchell came on, Beth Cobet came on, Brianne came on, and then, and then the pandemic (laughs) happened. (laughs) And then we all know how crazy it was. And then I guess in the summer, was it in the summer of the pandemic brand you joined? Uh, it was no, uh, I don't remember what time of year it was, but you invited me on for that season too. Yeah. Um, and really, I'm glad you paused here because I feel like those episodes were, it's like a time capsule. Oh, it I is. Mean, like what a cool thing. Well, that's probably the wrong word, but it really is kind of cool to have doc like record. We have the voice, we have the transcript of people living through those times. A lot of our guests that year were in education. So um, teaching and leading and parenting. Yeah. Through the pandemic. I mean, it it was really neat to have that documented um, kind of a moment in time, really historic data actually. Yeah. And obviously neither of us, could have planned for that season. Oh no, of course not. Yeah. Right. Like nobody. I mean, so that's like, we truly were exploring and we felt like, I think both of us because of our research and care of this idea of community and connection and belonging. I don't know about you. So I, I can't speak for you, but I just felt like we needed to have conversations in this moment about this thing called belonging as we were all, I mean, at that moment, you know, in the summer and early fall, we were all on lockdown, like completely social distance was the expression. Social distance. Yeah. Social distance. And I remember, um, I think I was running and, um, Vivek, is it Murthy? Mm -hmm. Um, he was on, I think he was on Brene Brown's podcast talking about the, um, you know, this idea of like the social recession, right? Like we were worried about the economic, viability and what was going to happen to our jobs and things. And he was worried about loneliness and belonging. And I think at that moment I was, it was affirming to me that like, we need to be talking about this. We didn't know what it was going to look like, what was going to happen. We asked people to come on and people are always so generous with their time, even in a pandemic. And yeah, that we do, we have that. I think it's, so important that we have that. And I know as we get further away from the pandemic, it'll be, I don't know. I just think it's important that we have that to listen to and remember. Yeah, I do too. Cause I think what was so neat about that was, you know, pre pandemic, 
Vivek Murthy had written about it. There were scholars who had written about it. I yeah. mean, now we know they go back, they go way back from our yeah. book research. Right. Um, but I would say that it wasn't necessarily like in the everyday vernacular that everybody was talking about it or, or thinking about it. I think we all feel it. Yeah. But it was so uh, front and center during those COVID conversations. Yeah. Particularly, my mind goes to Paula Clark with the online teaching that she was trying to do in the high school mm -hmm. math context, right? And she was like, you know, before I, you know, cared about my students and all that, of course, and she's so lovely and she does care about her students. And she was really focused on content. And she was so quick to say, like, connection has to come first. It just has to. Like, she yeah. was in the trenches living it. And we've had the privilege of talking to her a couple of times, right? And what she's found is that that has stuck. And mm -hmm. so I think it's been so much fun to see how it bubbled up, like this mm -hmm. concept that you initially were very interested in, you kind of invited me into it. And then it was so present, yeah. you know, through the pandemic and then, and now beyond. Yeah. It's, it's interesting. Cause I think, you know, when the pandemic happened, you're right. I mean, and you'll see people will see as they read the book and hear about the book. Like, I mean, this has been talked about for centuries, like literally for centuries, whether it was by philosophers or poets or otherwise. I think what's interesting about the pandemic is that the reality, especially now looking back, living in a world that privileges, I mean, white people, let's be honest. And so when at the aggregate, a very large group of usually people who belong, right? Like imagine the the metaphor of you're swimming in the water. You don't even notice the, like the fish in the water don't notice the water anymore, right? So I think for for people in power and privilege, predominantly white class, having that sort of social element withdrawn, that brings belonging when you don't have it anymore yeah. in the same way, it bring, brings it front and center. So go back to that metaphor all of a sudden you take the water away from the fish, they're going to notice. So, yeah. So the, you know, and I guess all that's to say is in, in the literature that that I've read recently, they talk about sort of an ease of belonging and sort of like when you're living in villages and communities and feeling a sense of belonging, it's just sort of part of the natural day. And the pandemic completely disrupted that for, for a lot of people. So it felt, it just felt like we had, we couldn't not talk about it right in the, in the context of a pandemic. And then, you know, season three, it's funny, Brian, how these seasons crop, crop up. So mm -hmm. Danielle Scarano had been a guest on our podcast a couple of times. She was also a doc student um, and she was really interested in um, leaders. And in particular, to be honest, she was interested in sort of female leaders and sort of what they face and, and what that looks like. And so I had talked to Brianne and talked to Dan Danielle and said, well, why don't we just do a short series like on belonging and leadership? And so we did. And that's what we did in the fall. We did, uh, I think it was, we did 10 episodes, but eight of them were with with leaders and oh my God, I like, we got to talk to Christine Dercole from Peloton who like, I'm such a fangirl and do like, she's not exclusively my Peloton trainer, but just about. <laughs> um, and we talked to Ma Dr. Mamie Hostetter from Relay University. Um, we talked to Aiko Bathia, who is a leading DEI expert. I mean, I was like, just pinch me now, please, because I can't believe we're getting to have these conversations. So, um, yeah, so that was super, super fun. Yeah, I mean, incredible. And then that morphed into, you know, leader that 
the relationship between leaders and people they're leading and leaders and leaders and all the sort of dynamics of that led us to want to explore that more. So season four was all about belonging and relationships. Crazy (sighs) eye-opening. So great. Yeah. Yeah. And that, I mean, we had a a whole range of guests there as well. And that led us to thinking about, um, you know, to be in a relationship with others really means you need to be in some sort of a relationship with yourself because that's, Mm -hmm. you're, you're bringing yourself into, of course, any relationship with others. And so that led us to um, this season, upcoming season, season five, which is belonging to self. Absolutely. Yeah. It's funny. And, and I put on our little note sheet, I put season six question marks, cue the panic music (laughs) and it's panic, not kind of, but not really, but I think it's panic because I remember after Dr. Jill Snodgrass came on and she talked to you so beautifully about this idea of radical acceptance. Um, and you know, others talked about, just the the self and sort of the experience of self. And I think very early on in season four, I said to Brianne, we've got to do a, a season on self. And so I think my panic is that I feel like we knew very early where we were going with season five. So I just have high expectations <laughs> and hoping that season five shows what we'll do in season six. But yeah, I have to say, like, just to go back to season four, I mean, every season has been amazing for different reasons. And maybe season four feels particularly important because it's closest to me right now. There's just so much that came out of that season that like still sticks with me, like Mm -hmm. is so resonant in some of the words that people shared about the sense of belonging and how, you know, people like Dr. Christine Mahady talked so beautifully about the the resonance of of belonging it through her music and um you know Dr. Vicky Garafola talking about belonging and and the foster system and how these individuals come from a sense of loss and Taylor um Gonzalez talking about being well resourced and being in your body about I mean you know, it just goes to show you, Brianne, that like, you know, and circling back to our approach to the book that like you can be in and we can be in a topic in our courses, in our research and in our podcast. And there's still so much we don't know about this thing. And and this notion of interdisciplinary research, you know, gets gets or transdisciplinary research gets thrown around so often and I think it's so important. It's it's what we try to do with our podcast and our research. And even, you know, for a few people who are listening who are sort of shutting down now saying, well, I'm not a researcher, so this doesn't apply to me. Let me just say it this way. What we really mean is that a diversity of stories being told and heard matter to your understanding of anything. And so what we've tried to do and will continue to try to do on this podcast is invite just diverse people from diverse contexts. That's why we've had teachers, coaches, parents, mental health counselors, theologians, um, musicians, uh, nonprofit leaders. <laughs> oh my goodness. I just like, it goes on artists. It goes on and on and on yoga and, you know, yoga experts. It just goes on and on. And so I think I'm hoping in season five, um, you'll hear the same, which is lots of difference and diversity. And we're, we've been putting together our list of folks 
and we're trying really hard to stretch ourselves. Um, Brianne has had some really good success already hearing from some um, people that we've never spoken to. We've only read their work, which is really exciting. And and I'm going to be reaching out also to some researchers who, again, I said to Brianne, I can't believe I'm reading this person and like they've never been cited in some of the work I've done. And it's because, you know, disciplines are super siloed, just like the world. So um, yeah, I'm really excited. Yeah. I mean, I think it's cool because this is how we were trained. Right. And so you, you used the word integration before. And Mm -hmm. one of the things that we learned at Hopkins is um, the value of disciplines. And I think we knew this before, but you know, when you take a course and that's what the course is about, you can't help but learn it and appreciate it. And that concept was so important to me to like steer my research and my thought process from that point forward. And I use it constantly. The idea that there are multiple perspectives on all these problems. And in the academic world, it's easy to say, you know, those are aligned with different disciplines because that's how we think in terms of departments and things, which is great because each of those has sometimes unique methods of inquiry and sort of a lens on a problem. So we put those things together. We can really get a better sense of what the thing is that we're trying to understand. Pulling out of academics, like you said before, it's the power of a story. And so, you know, two words that I think are so foundational to our work on this podcast are story and integration. Mm. And for me, like when I'm teaching and I can integrate a story, and even if it's a story of my own learning and and not knowing something and showing students and modeling that, you know, we all have so much to learn and then pulling in stories from other areas and patients who've experienced certain disorders, it's so powerful because we all connect with that lived experience. Like we can resonate with that lived experience. And that's what we're doing on our podcast. So it's the integration and it's the story. And I think it's so exciting to think about where this started, where it's going and the natural evolution of it all. And that there's a book coming. And I mean, Carrie was so funny earlier. (laughs) She's like, I don't know what we're going to do for season six. I'm like, well, we haven't even Record. This is our first recording for season five, so I think it's okay. <laughs> we can just let let the story unfold a little bit. But I understand because yes. I really love to be prepared. So yeah, you know. That said, we're gonna give it a couple episodes, and then we're gonna really hope we have a strong idea about season six. I know, and I I think I'm gonna. I'm so glad we're recording this because now I can quote you to say, um, "Let's just let the story unfold." Because that's so not a Brienne. No, uh, no. I mean, I'm so move. good at saying those words, but really. <laughs> She says, let the story unfold. Meanwhile, she's got like three outlines, a calendar yes. with dates already figured out. And yes, let's let plan. it unfold with a bulleted list. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Yep, so yep. yeah, I I agree with you. I think, um, yeah, we're just lucky to be having these conversations and hopefully listeners will find uh, this season about self um, as you know, interesting. And maybe there'll be a tidbit in here that is, uh, resonates with, with the listeners. So, so yeah, so here we are, Brianne season five begins and we are going to start off the season with a couple of episodes. I think, um, I'm calling them sort of like 
grounding us or foundational just to sort of start and and give us, yeah, just grounding the conversations we're going to have with other individuals. So we'll give you some breadcrumbs in terms of where we're going, but really the, it'll be sort of the backstory, some grounding and some setup so that hopefully you can get the most out of um, the stories that you're going to hear from all the guests that we have lined up. So, yeah. So this is another episode, the first episode of season five. And I am one of your hosts, co-hosts, Carrie Borkowski here with Brianne Roos. And we are looking forward to another wonderful season with all of you. Thanks, Brianne. Thanks. (laughs) All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. Slow down gravity, you're so sincere Under the glaciers of your last year Someday searching for melodies Pulling around in mountain streams